I'm Destiny, and you're listening to the All on the Table podcast, a safe place where we invite you to lean into the tension of diversity by holding space for authentic, hard conversations about the world around us. There's nothing off the table when we're willing to put it all on the table. Hello, everybody. Hey. I'm super excited about this All on the Table. We're kind of continuing our talks about friendship such a big topic so we definitely need more than one episode um i wanted to talk about in the conversation of friendship i just think there's so much all over the internet about deep friendships and deep community and i'm a huge proponent of that like very big believer of that however i do think that there is something that's missing from from the conversation a lot of the times and i think it's the different types of friendships Mm -hmm. that we also need and that are also valuable that we might not necessarily you know categorize as deep community you know Mm -hmm. and so not every friendship we have is going to look the same but i think that it doesn't make it less valuable and so um i just think we put such an emphasis on that deep deep friendship that I just see lots of people that I feel like they're just kind of confused thinking that it should all look that way, mm-hmm. you know? And so they kind of start start either like, well, I don't have that or, you know, or even stop friendships that could lead to that just because it doesn't look that way of how we think it should. Or worse, like, you know, they get so fixated on that that they can't see the opportunities of meaningful relationships around them. And so um, that aren't necessarily that deep community. Mm -hmm. And so um, I just, I personally, I don't know about y'all, but I have people that I would call my close friends that I pretty much mostly see only at work. Or maybe like once every couple months or something. Um, And we hang out sometimes outside of work, but it's not on a regular basis. And, but they're people that I highly value my relationship with. And so, um, you know, it might not look like my relationship with someone that I'm seeing on a weekly basis. And honestly, those weekly relationships are have more to do with the fact that maybe our kids are going to the same school yeah. or like, yeah. you know, some of you have kids who are on, you know, sports teams or whatever. So you're seeing those people like a lot more often. Mm-hmm. But then you are like maybe someone who lives across town and like yeah. your path doesn't cross weekly, you know, right. but like your friendship with them doesn't have to be any less significant to you is kind of my point. And so um, I just have had so many conversations with people that were kind of offended because my relationship didn't look like um, my relationship with them didn't look like it did with another friend. And so I've just gotten one. I've gotten real good at it, navigating those conversations, unfortunately. <laughs> help us out. Help us out. <laughs> but it's such a common occurrence that I've just started wondering. And this is what I want to talk to you all about today. If maybe the reason why that is is because we have this unrealistic expectation of our friendships looking the same or only having one kind of friendship. And so I just kind of want to know what y'all think about that. Is that something like y'all have encountered or maybe you've been that person that like, you know, um, saw friendships just that one way? Yeah, I have a story. <laughs> so, um, and this is just something, maybe I've been a little imbalanced in this. Um, could be like an inner vow thing. Who knows? <laughs> I might need a lot need to Elijah house this, but um, <laughs> I want to talk about some advice my mom gave me when I was like fixating on a certain group of girls. So I was in fifth grade or probably fourth grade and there was a certain group of girls and um, I will say it was at church, <laughs> but <laughs> none sure. of them are probably listening to this. And anyways, we were nine. So, um, but there was like a click and I really, really wanted to be mm. their friend. Like I was ignoring everybody else. I was like, I just want to be their friend. And my mom, um, like she gave me the term like fair weather friend because like you know mm-hmm. they would like have a fight amongst each other and then they'd be my friend or they would like invite me over to their stuff 
sometimes, but then they would ignore me. And so I was so like, really wanted to be their friend. And then my mom sat me down one day and she was like, hey, there's like a lot of girls around you that you could be mm. friends with and you're ignoring them because you want to be with, with this group of girls who they're not your friends. And so I actually listened to her and <laughs> I kind of distanced myself from that group and actually had like my own friends. Mm. Um, I will say that probably resulted in me like not ever being pressed to be a part of a friend group and being like, I have the power to become my own friends, so <laughs> I'm not doing that. But um, just to say, I've always, um, I think there is a healthy part of that, of just like knowing that there are more people, not having a scarcity mindset, not That's good, yeah. feeling drawn mm-hmm. to people just because, oh, I should be their friend because they're in a certain position or because we have the same age of kids or, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't have kids. I'm just rattling off things. But um, I think that we have to like kind of be open and look around to who's available, not just who we think should be our friends. Because mm-hmm. um, sometimes those are not the people that are going to be close to you. And, and coming to terms with that can be hard, but it I think it'll be beneficial in the long run. Yeah, I totally agree. And I think sometimes even just your season of life, yeah. Like, you know, like I was saying earlier, like, you know, it, I'm not in that season yet where my kids are involved in sports and all that. I'm about to be in it where they're going to school. But there's just certain people, I think, you, whether it's people you work with or yeah. uh, you go to the same church or whatever, like your paths are going to come into contact more with each other than some others, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I think it like that adds a lot to like what is actually able to cultivate in that, you know. Yeah. I love the whole idea of what you're we're exploring today and that being the value of these other friends yeah. that are yeah. in our life or you know whether whether we classify them or call them by certain terms we know where that what that means in our heart you know someone that we care about that we want to invest in their life we enjoy being with them all of those things but i love celebrating some of the peripheral friends because Mm -hmm. you know it really helps you see how rich your life is when you don't have that same expectation for every single person that you know Mm -hmm. and whether they made the grade you know yeah so i love this conversation dalton is magic i i love that Tava, because I feel like peripheral peripheral friendships um, probably is are one of the most challenging because I think when you're you know figuring out a friendship and it goes you know there is those like I mean I think it's like three to five friends even like extroverts are like you can have five friends or whatever you know <laughs> basically I'm like friends. reading that I'm like yeah. oh you know as an extrovert <laughs> like only five but it's actually true like a lot of times even if you if seasons of friendships, and I think that's a whole other topic in itself, but like you tend to, those people that you actually are spending a huge amount of time with, you know, it's pretty limited. Like it's not going to be that you're able to spend 10 hours a week with each of the friends that are like in your peripheral friendships. And so, so I think the expectation is definitely like, okay, I, I really like this person. I feel like we have some of the similar interests. Like I feel refreshed when I'm around them. Like we're, I think there's something there, but I think it tends to be the, the navigating the, the those those kind of like there's the inner circle and then there's that extra like circle around it. I think mm-hmm. that's an essential circle mm-hmm. because of the fact of like it's so essential. And if you disregard that and just have your like say like three friends or, or whatever. Um, it, it can be difficult to navigate going, oh, it's okay that I'm actually have 
of those friendships that are woven into my like greater community Mm -hmm. that end up not being the people you're spending like every single second of every day with, but those people are adding value Mm -hmm. to your life and you're adding value to their life. Like I think that there is that part of like, building a tribe of people mm-hmm. I feel like April has so much to say on this <laughs> so I like what do you think about that April because you have like even just yeah points that I think would be really awesome yeah so um we're gonna link this book in the show notes too it's a book that's really changing my life um find your people by Jenny Allen Love but it. she yeah Miss Ava has read it it's Ooh. awesome um I love how she talks about something that people don't realize is that you have to invest and I yeah, you have to invest in community. Uh, I mean, in a village, like a wider village, before you like actually have those close friends. Because yeah. your wider village is where those close friends will yeah. come from. Exactly. Not to mention, um, even with close friends, I would love to guarantee you that you'll be best friends with the three or five, three to five closest people in your life right now. But that might not happen um and not because like something inevitably bad it like it like bad is gonna break it up but just because of seasons or people might move or you just never know and so I'm not trying to say that we're disposable but what I am saying is that when you've invested into a actual village instead of a click you're able to kind of flow into that larger village and even let those friendships grow Mm -hmm. um so I think I just think it's so important to to realize that. I think, like Destiny said, we're so fixated on, like, who's my people? Who's my clique? Like, who's the people that are, you know, similar to me? And we're never going to ever, you it's know. It's like the new trend or, like, yeah. buzz, you know. I know. Like, my <laughs> yeah. besties. And so it's, like, cool. That's great. We do. All of us have an inner circle. But at the end of the day, like, we, we have to be open if we want a more well-rounded life. Mm-hmm. Well, and I just think, like, the reason I really wanted to bring this topic up and, you know, talk about at the table was because I just feel like it's missing and because of that there's this like people walking around like depressed about their friendships or like their perceived lack of something something Mm -hmm. you know and so because I think when we don't talk about these outlying friendships we're missing all the happiness that comes with it but also just how much it's actually needed and you know you were talking about flowing in and out of and I think one thing we've really got to change our perspective on when it comes to this conversation about friendship is you know those inner and outer rings they're fluid yeah like Mm -hmm. they are very fluid and so even the ones that are fixed yeah they're not fixed but we treat it and we talk about it like they are these fixed things. Yeah. I mean, there's people, I mean, even mine and Michaela's friendship, which is yeah. actually really funny. This is Facebook, a perfect example. Yes, today, Facebook pop- popped up and was like, celebrate, you know, like your friendship yeah. for nine years. And me and Michaela are laughing because we're like, we have not been friends for nine years. <laughs> On Facebook only. I knew who you were. Yeah. But what was also funny about that is like, there was a time where, I don't know, we weren't even married yet. It was yeah. before we're like part of marriage. The same we were part of the same family, stuff like that, you know circle of friends we went out to eat tried yeah. it like <laughs> i think i even told her like hey yeah we're not gonna be friends. you did you like <laughs> destiny uh, she practiced that hard conversation real early nine years ago she was like we went and had pizza like i don't have good memories Olive of Garden, lots of I things that. but i remember yeah i remember this conversation we were like just sitting on the couch and it felt like i mean honestly because our life this is a really good example yeah so like yeah. this is an example of like you think you're supposed to be friends because of who you know and all of this stuff. You know, the fact that like I like 
just yeah just who you know or what circle you're a part of you're like yeah. oh we should be really mm-hmm. connected Michaela's boyfriend was like my brother yeah, like I live exactly. with them. so yeah, it was like, yeah. it was like you yeah. literally like we need to be besties mm-hmm. like that was the the thought yeah. but the fact of our life seasons were so different like destiny was like post-college and I was you know like had done some school online but I was like I was just yeah I'm just we laughing. came from different Very worlds different which is fine comforms. yeah I yeah. was like homeschooled she'd been like you know She's lived in other lived states in the whole world, world, you know, another country. Yeah. She'd already been released into the world. And so, <laughs> um, but like, so it really actually like what I felt was like she was babysitting. Like, I feel like I was like over to, to like be around big sister desks, like that kind of thing. And so like to try to call it a, like try to make it into a mm-hmm. friendship when it was yeah. not like maybe she could have been a big sis, but like that was pretty much all it was. And it I'm was so cool. thankful yeah. that we had the conversation yeah. because if not, it would have been really awkward. Like, so why didn't we ever hang out again or anything? But it was, it was like so obvious. And, so good. But a lot of times it's not that obvious. I yeah. feel like in that scenario, it really was. But like, I also think we we're willing to talk about it. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, I probably could have packaged it a little bit better. Yeah. <laughs> Looking back. Like, hey, we're I, not going to be per- friends. I've perfected it now. Like I said, I've had these conversations a lot. But yeah. like, you know, of like, hey, I don't like think that's going to happen. You yeah. know, like type thing. But fast forward, what, yes. 10, 15 years yeah. later, yeah. now we're kind of in the same season of life and I can genuinely like look at you and say like you're one of my best friends, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it wasn't forced. Um, it wasn't premature. Right. There was yeah. investments made over time. It was organic. Like, it just happened. Yeah. And yeah. I will say this. If you're looking at friendship and going, oh, it should be organic and easy. That's not what we're saying. <laughs> no. Like, no. Sometimes you have, and I think it's like God ordained, like, you know, you yeah. have these connections that form, but then you have to put in the work. Yeah. So don't, you know, I don't want that to like discourage anyone of going like, oh, I'm waiting for that to happen. Mm. But I wanted to bring that up because I'm just saying like, if, if I, if we looked at our friendship circles as fixated, I would always have kept Michaela in the acquaintance. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, or in like, oh, she's friends with some of my friends, you know, and like stuck her there. Yep. But like now she's in like, (laughs) like, (laughs) like, like she's moved, you know, and there might be a season where moves a little further like one of my uh like best friends college roommates like literal sister literal sister we might talk once every couple of months now we still love each other just like we did but because she lives in a whole other world now (laughs) (laughs) Mm. it might it should be you know it's that far away but like (laughs) like you know like it's just it's changed like you know and but it's not any less of a valuable relationship yeah and so i think to me, that's like the biggest thing of like coming to this realization that our even friendship circles are not fixed. And also too, in that sense, so like that's one thing I think we have to realize. But then if you are one of those friends in a circle of someone, also not seeing that as a bad thing. Like if you're on this ring or whatever, this perceived mm. ring, you know, not looking at their other relationships and going like, well, that's that's a bad thing. Right. Like there's value to all of it and yeah. one's not lesser than the other. And not and feeling it's fluid. like yeah. I'm not her friend because I'm not that kind of exactly. friend. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, we're talking about, um, you know, the what the definition of friends are. And uh, so it's different for every person and their expectation is different. And uh, then we're also realizing that culture really feeds into what we think defines a friend mm-hmm. or a friendship. Yeah. What it looks like, yeah. And so, you know, coming from a Christian perspective and is that we're really a part of this family, a part of this body, you know, that we're going to spend eternity with. I looked at what Jesus said and he said, you know, I'll no longer call you servants, but I call you friends. Mm-hmm. Well, even he had like the three 
close people Mm -hmm. that kind of grew into that. I don't know if he already anticipated that's (laughs) what it would be, but I tend to think because they lived in community in that culture anyway, that, um, you know, that it just happened as they had those years together in close community. So to me, that means that if I am uh, a Christian person who has, you know, God's love inside of me, and I'm not trying to sound churchy or anything, but in reality for me, it's that I want to be a friend to people, which means I'm going to treat them with kindness, respect. Um, I'll be long-suffering if they're in kind of a shaky place. Anyway, all those things that I consider just sharing God's love is something that then I can pretty much say, I, you know, I hope I'm friends to everyone, but still knowing that there will be those God-given relationships that Mm -hmm. you're really going to be pouring into them. They're going to be pulling out your best self and you're going to have amazing journeys together. So notwithstanding that, but I kind of wanted to put a broad stroke across all of it and say that maybe we have too much expectation that's tied to culturally what we think friendships are. Yeah, I was going to say, too, that, like, that's a great segue into what I was going to say. I think because we have this, like, fixation and, like, no, you have to stay here, you have to stay in this place, that we put unnecessary pressure Mm -hmm. on our friends. So let's say that someone is kind of feeling like, hey, you know, this season isn't, like, we aren't spending as much time together. I feel like we're forcing it. You know, they don't have the freedom to say that because, like, literally your identity hinges on Mm -hmm. them remaining in the same spot. So I think that's where we we stumble yeah i think actually it's so interesting because as april and i as as we've become friends we actually had a conversation about basically because we're we're very like we want to see the end from the beginning you know so i think Mm -hmm. it was actually a very natural thing for both of us to be wondering like okay we're becoming friends like really deep friends and we're you know like it was an unlikely friendship to begin with but then it started to get really deep and our husbands are like really really close friends they work together we work together and so it's like this feeling of like oh my gosh like this is so deep but the feeling of like well if you marry somebody like they're like if something's so good will it come to an end and what we had to talk about was like I think that friendship it shouldn't be it shouldn't be that there's this fear of like if you invest so much mm. and then something changes because yeah. somebody moves or like because we were talking about like okay like what if you moved or like what if we something you know changed where we mm. were in a different life season or whatever yeah. and one of the things that we talked about like was how important it is to just invest 100% where you're at and if you so feel good. like a friendship is yeah. giving mm-hmm. life and you're giving like it's just working like yeah. do it to the fullest and just know like it may shift one day and you may always like have that person in your heart mm. but like it isn't it isn't like this negative thing. Yeah, it isn't like a that, looming. It isn't, yeah. Yeah, it isn't like, well, door, I better not you know. buy in completely because it's do- It's like doomed to fail. Like it's doomed yeah. to change one day and like that friend may not always be there. Yeah, you know, like my, my absolute closest friend that I wish I was like hanging out with her every single day and had my, you know, our kids together. They're very similar ages and she's in Mexico right now and just, you know, just texted me. I know she's okay with me sharing this and just was like, man, I'm really struggling with feeling lonely, you know, Mm -hmm. because of like, they're not being, they move around a lot as missionaries. And so like, they're not having that consistent, it's really hard to have consistent friendships. And so, and I'm not, I'm not that for her. Like I'm not the, I'm there 
through text, but like, it's actually okay for me to recognize I'm not her consistent friend. And like, so I'm sitting here praying, God, like send her that person yeah, that's in yeah. person. Cause I have my people that are in person just by nature of living in one place and yeah. she's moving it's around beautiful. all the time. And yeah. so like, I think it's even, even as deep friendships form, like, and as your friends, like, don't be, I would say, don't be afraid to like, even yeah. be a support for your friends as they change or as they move yeah. somewhere mm-hmm. and be praying for them to like have another friend rather yes. than being like upset exactly. that they need another yeah. friend other than you. Yes, yeah, that's, that's so good. good. That's, that's such really a good. good. Point. Well, I think this is a good time to kind of, we're hitting all around it, but what are some of the expectations that you kind of have when it comes to friendship, you know? Um, unspoken or spoken? Because I think, you know, when we start using the word friend, first of all, like we've talked about, there's different kind of layers, different yeah. like different circles and stuff like that. But there's these definitely expectations that I think mm. come along with that. And I think mm. something, it's really good to be aware of those because I think they're also, um, the expectations change with different investments, right? Or like different time spent and things. And so yeah. be, if we know what our expectations of friendship are, even for some of the different kind of like types of friendships, then it also puts us in a place to like, are we being realistic with this expectation that we're putting on this person or that we're, that we have for this type of friend or like something like that. Does anyone want to like, so you're just to clarify, so, yeah. you're asking like, what are our expectations? Yeah. Like, what are some of the expectations yeah. you've identified? Cause I think that's one thing that I don't hear a lot of conversation about, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. as far as like actually, my best friendships whether they like ended up being deep or not was because we actually had conversations about like what's being ex- like what's mm-hmm. your expectations of this relationship that's you good. know i don't know how many so, people so do i don't that. know a lot of people yeah. that like do that and honestly that came out of being in some real awkward situations mm-hmm. <laughs> and me going like i don't want to be in that situation anymore like it, like i want to love people well and i don't want to hurt someone so right. i like usually i'm pretty upfront about it or if yeah. i can see like hey like there's some like my expectation of this is seems to be really different from yours like so yeah i want to get on the same page you know so i can love you well yeah with where we're at so just in like kind of like thinking about that like kind of aspect of it are there like expectations like you've identified that you kind of have when it comes to friendship uh do you want to go with steva well um mine is is um that we hold the same values and we have um a desire to grow together. Um, I, you know, I just feel like that that is the dearest of friends that we don't just incidentally have incidentally have life happen to us, but as life happens to us that we really help each other navigate through, call out, you know, um, the greatness in one another, but also help bring a perspective that maybe they're not seeing right there because we're invested in growing together. Mm -hmm. So I'd say that, that we have shared values. Yeah, that's really good. Michaela? Um, I think best friend is a dirty word for me. (laughs) (laughs) Tell it, tell Um, it. I had a little traumatic experience with that as a young, you know, seeking out friendship, you know. Um, And so I think and saying that to say, to expound on that, I think it's in my expectations of friendship is kind of like what I was just talking about. It's like to, to invest 100% and not try to make it into something, you know, like Mm -hmm. just to let it be what it is. And if it is like 
it's literally one of your bestest friends, like you can enjoy it as that. Mm-hmm. But like that there isn't this expectation because I think it just can become so hurtful. Like when someone, yeah. like you were saying, like your friend, sister moved away. But like, I think like if you had the expectations that she was going to call you every day mm-hmm. or she was going to hang out with you or like talk to you about the movie that you just watched. Well, like she's states away. Like she didn't mm-hmm. go see that movie or she didn't yeah. go have that. You know, she's not in all of the groups that you're doing. She's not working with you anymore, you know. And so like I think if there was like hurt, hurt would be formed out of normal life transition so like I think like I think first of all it would be that to hold things with an open hand and knowing that things shift and change and being able to be honest and call things what they are and not like I have a, a really really close friend that um, I think I would have called at one point a best friend if you were going to use that label. And I moved away and she, I mean, like she could have either just been lonely and just like, you know, she was, she's an amazing friend. So she reaches out and like, I, we would talk all the time over text, but like that only goes so far. And so right. she could have either like stayed in loneliness or she ended up having like, God gave her yeah. an amazing friend that she ended up like becoming roommates with. And like, they are currently now, like they're in a Incredible very s- similar, you know they're both single um I got married you know like just like normal things like I'm not talking about like if you have if things are separating or like dividing you or causing distance because you haven't talked about something yeah that's totally different and like I'm like okay that would be my other thing is like honesty and being willing to talk about things um so like that's important but if if distance is happening just because natural life is happening mm-hmm. like i would just say like being that it, my expectation would be accepting that and being willing to like call it out and it not be like an insecurity mm-hmm. and so like i celebrate the fact that she has like another amazing best yeah. friend and that our she seasons shifted and we're still like close but in a different way yeah yeah so yeah. i a thousand percent agree with that mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah I think I was trying to think of mine because I think for me I am on the journey of like I don't want to say lowering my expectations but me being more flexible because I am like a very structured person who Mm -hmm. like has boundaries around people so for me it's like okay you're in or out like (laughs) okay like but I don't think that's fair to everybody so um I'm learning but I do think one of mine is I I hope I'm describing this right, but I don't want to feel like I'm carrying, like, the emotional load of the friendship. Mm, Like, I think it's fine if, like, I know someone's a mentee or I know, like, I'm more of a big sister to someone. And so then it's like, okay, I'm prepared. But I think um, a little bit of my fear is there being too much placed on me Mm -hmm. um, where I kind of feel like the pressure of, okay, if I don't, like, call you like if I don't show up like this every single time if there's no like flexibility for me I tend Mm -hmm. to like distance myself Mm -hmm. you know I need to know that you'll understand if my life is if my life season is changing I need to have space I need to have room like Mm -hmm. I um in my childhood my parents gave me a lot of space and room because I was an independent child like I was a self-starter I didn't Mm -hmm. need hovering and so Um, I just need the space to be like, okay, like she's doing her own thing. Like we're still friends. Um, On the other hand, I want to make sure, you know, like I'm being intentional and I would love for people to be honest with me. But I think that's one of my, I don't know if it's an expectation, but it's like a standard. Like Mm -hmm. I need Mm -hmm. some, I need some elbow room. Like I'm allowed to have more friends. I'm allowed to like shift with the way my season's going Mm. um, and that be okay. And so the friends that have understood that, like, Ha, are, are still in my life you know mm-hmm. yeah. so yeah 
Yeah, no, I think that's really good. And I mean, really, this conversation about expectations, that's to me the big um, kind of point is mm-hmm. that you're talking about it, though, you know, yeah. um, because I think, um, like you said, like, you know, sometimes there are expectations placed on us and we feel the weight of them. Yeah. And like, actually, that can I mean, me personally, sometimes that makes me pull away. Yeah. Like if I just feel like there's this all this like I'm expected yeah to see you every week to call every week whatever no, no that doesn't invalidate your feelings if that's what you're looking for but that's why i think there has to be that conversation mm-hmm. of like hey realistically i can't give that to you in this season right. you know mm-hmm. yeah and then we have the choice to be like okay well then you know like like i that's what i need or whatever or we can choose to lean into okay well but this person does love me and so they can love me in this way or whatever yeah, you know and i think that's kind of the thing about friendship is that whole give and take thing and not looking at it to be I I think if we were really honest with ourselves and we like ask the right questions you know when it comes to friendship I think we'd be shocked to see that a lot of it stems from what we perceive they can give us you know Mm. and that there's something that I need I want that I believe I'll find in them and that's why I'm so fixated on that's such a great like certain aspects of that friendship and so I think like give it to you exactly Yeah. yeah and so I think that the more we can just be kind of come aware. And that's what I want to ask you. You know, if you're listening to this podcast, like here's do some hard work with this, but like yeah. kind of ask yourself, what are that your expectations when it comes to friendship? Mm. And then go deeper and say, okay, is that realistic of this person? Like, you know, or of this situation or whatever, or could I shift some of my expectations there? Um, or are they like super valid and you need to have a conversation with someone? Like sometimes that is a thing, you know, like I'm not trying to say that, if you feel a certain way about what you need, that that's invalid. But sometimes I think where we can get really hurt and offended with that is because it's not as realistic as we might might feel it is. Yeah. Or if we really like ask ourselves why enough and go deeper, we would find that it's really like kind of selfish reasons. Like I want something mm-hmm. from this person, you know, yeah. versus I think we kind of talked about this in um, one of our other friendship episodes the one you were talking about April with a uh, deep community, but like going like, I'm going to choose to be a friend <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. whether they are a friend to me or not yet, the you ideal, know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like my unquote, friendship yeah. stems from what I can give, not what I can take yeah. necessarily. Mm-hmm. And I just personally have seen on social media, a lot of it being more about what friendship gives you mm-hmm. than what you're giving to it. Yeah. You know? So I, I was going to, yeah. um, if I have another quick yeah. second, I want to commend everybody that's listening to this series because that means that you want to actively learn. Yeah. You know, this may yeah. none of this may be new news to you, but what I have found is that because um, just as a society, we've come gone more to quick text to people, and we're hearing from a text, a tone of voice, and a meaning behind all of that. You know, this it's really been challenging. I think <clears throat> for especially. Um, you know, I don't know the age group, but say, especially from the eight-year-olds that have their phones, but all the way to, you know, maybe young 30s, is that, you know, um, culture has taught us by what we've been involved in on social media. So I love uh, for us to want to explore outside of what we think or expectations and maybe look at some of the hurts that we've had and, and think, well, maybe that was not necessarily 
uh, bad on their part or bad on my part, uh, their part or my part, but that this was, you know, I have this growth opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm called Mama Tava at, at church. And so even that, you know, I want to mom people in terms of loving on them and being a cheerleader for them. But there was a relationship that I got into in this gal just because she had a broken background and really had, um, uh, really didn't know what that meant to be loved on like a daughter. She wanted to talk to all of my children to ask if they were okay, that she was going to be a new sister. And she thought she was going to come over every Sunday and go on vacations with us. And I was like, oh, dear. (laughs) Kind of what you were saying, Destiny, Mm -hmm. in terms of uh, expectations. But I didn't vilify her. I really tried to work with her to help her understand what I meant by mom, Tava, and Mm -hmm. that, yes, I did see her as a very special person. And I think if we're willing to help realize that there is, um, you know, kind of a fragile part of people's expectation based on what, they've experienced in the past, but what they think friendships are, mm-hmm. that I think these types of conversations that we're having at the table will just help us, you know, enlarge our understanding of it and maybe mm-hmm. even be able to go back to some things and just even find healing from that because we we didn't realize that our expectations were so high or so, yeah. you know, so Pigeon specific. Hold. Yeah. Pigeonholed yeah. that, you know, then, then we thought, oh, well, forget about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I completely agree. I think there's so much when we start having conversations like this and kind of just exploring some other yeah. like, yeah. oh, maybe that's what happened here. Maybe yeah. I have this kind of part in this or whatever, especially if I'm experiencing something over and over again. Like me personally, I take that as like a flag of like, hey, you're the common denominator in the situation. Yeah. <laughs> so like, what is it that I can yeah. self-reflect on, you know? Yeah. But yeah, I'm so glad that we're talking about, you know, we said it before, friendships is a huge topic. But I think just kind of talking about these things, expectations, how culture has shown us that friendship should be and all of that. I think, like you said, it helps us, one, maybe not to demonize past relationships, but also to lean in, like you were saying, Michaela, like lean into what could be without like, I'm like that too. Like I want to know the end from the beginning a lot of times, but I think with friendship, you kind of yeah, have to I let can't it, do it. Yeah, like it's yeah, it's yeah. Ri- it's risky, and so you can't calculate all the risks if you're really going to yeah. have friendship. Like, mm-hmm. there's no way to have it without risk, you know. So good. And so I think that leaning into it, whether yeah. like whatever it is, like whatever happens, like all of that is really going to play a part. So, um, thank you so much Woo, for joining the conversation so today. We're probably going to continue talking about this, That'd but yeah, thanks. <laughs>